guys. What's up, Trev? Hello. I hey, call Trev. this the Tune In Podcast. I'm Trev, and we have some guests, so I'll start to the left. All right, I'm Bods. What up, boy? And yeah. I am Savannah. Jimmy. My name's Aram. And I'm Trev. Again. Dude, we're doing great so far. <laughs> we're killing it. We're just going to jump straight into the, the topic. Okay. The topic of our story time is making mischief. So, I know you, all of you were troublemakers in school. I don't know what you're talking about. And I know you all have stories about getting in trouble. Oh boy. <laughs> Not just school, you know, any kind of life. I have never gotten in trouble. Ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm like with you on that. I mean, I kind of got like a little story. That's I guess. a lie. No, really. I never got in trouble in school. I was an angel. Your parents never scolded you for anything. That's You've okay. Never gotten in trouble for anything in your life ever. I've got a okay, story. Okay, like cleaning and chores and stuff, but I've never. Like, done anything. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to tell my story, and then I'll probably inspire you with my story. Aram actually knows this story, too. So I that's why I had to have him on here for the second perspective. So I'm going to get real dark for a second. 2011, my parents got divorced. Uh, I know where this one's going. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what he's talking about. Um. What a story intro. So, of course, the court really cared about the kids and wanted to make sure we were okay. So they mandated that we got counseling for it. And at the time, I was like, yo, counseling's stupid. I don't want any counseling. Leave me alone. How old were you? Uh, I think I was like a junior in high school. It didn't. It probably didn't help that in my school picture I didn't smile. <laughs> <laughs> That was more of like a middle finger to my parents, if anything. But like, I'm sure the court probably was like, this kid is Yo, troubled. This kid looks very unhappy. <laughs> this kid is troubled. We need to get him some help. So they forced us to go to counseling. And the counselor was like, he was a real piece of work. I did not like him one little bit. He tried to win me over by giving me maps. Yeah. You gave you, I, I didn't know he gave you maps. Maps. Right? Like, I don't of even remember. Like, yeah, maps of where? I don't even remember what the maps were. But like, he was world like, maps? Were these, like, random maps? They were, like, hiking maps or something. Hiking maps. <laughs> and so like, I was like, oh, wow, yeah, these are like, really cool. Like local wow. hiking maps? I don't even or, know. Like, random trails in, like, Nicaragua. It was, Nicaragua, it was be kinda so. I'd be down for some random maps. Why don't you go on a treasure hunt? Well, no, I just I remember, like, in the session, like, he was showing me these maps. And I was like. I don't know what this has to do with my parents' divorce at all. It's to lose yourself in nature. That's <laughs> and, what it is. And so I was like, oh, you know, like you're playing the polite card. You're just like, oh, yeah, that's cool. You were just yeah. trying to find the map to your heart, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, man, that's cool, whatever. Uh, and then he was like, I want you to have these maps. And I was like, <laughs> I was like oh, Thanks. That was probably the nicest thing that he ever did. Because other than that, he was like a horrible person. I'm not going to get into that. That's not mischievous. So I did not want to go to this counseling one more time. And my mom was like dead set on me going. And I was like, Mom, I'm not going into this appointment. I don't care what you say. I'm not going in. She was like, you are. I don't care what you say. You are going in. So we get there. 
And I'm like, okay, all right. What, you want to make me go to a counseling appointment? All right, we'll see. So we're walking in the building. There's an elevator that we have to get into. We get into the elevator. And a thought just pops into my head like, yo, if I stay in this elevator, maybe they won't notice. (laughs) And I won't have to go (laughs) to counseling. So uh, we get to the floor. Doors open. Aram and my mom walk out. (laughs) I slink to the back of the elevator. (laughs) They walk out. They don't even look back. I smash the closed door button and like hit first floor, go back down to the bottom of the of the building. And I like I walked back to my mom's car and uh, it was like the winter time. So it was kind of cold. And I was like, all right, I'll just sit in the car and wait. And then I go to unlock the car or like to just to open the car and it's locked. And I'm like, oh, shit, (laughs) I fucked up. And so for the entire night, while they were in counseling, I sat out in the cold and uh, waited for them to come back. Wait, so like mom didn't come back out to get you? Now let it let it be known that I had no idea. <laughs> he never. I would. I really. To me. I would really like to like hear your perspective on this. I mean, I, honestly, that's kind of a struggle for me to remember all the details. But like, all I remember is just walking in, and then we just turn around. And like you're just not there, and we're like, what? Like, what just happened? <laughs> like, I think we just saw like the elevator door close, and we're just like, um, is he not coming? Like, <laughs> I said I wasn't. There's um, a part two. There's a part two to this story. Oh damn! What's your part two, guys? This is gonna get crazy. The part two is that uh, my mom was very upset that this happened. It's not a very shocking part <laughs> so far. So far, so she decided to punish me by not allowing me to play in my basketball game. Oh, damn. And that didn't fly because it was already like a team where I was struggling to like find my place. Sounds like something for you to talk at the next time that you went to counseling, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she was like, yeah, no, you're not going to this basketball game. You're not leaving. I'm not letting you leave. You're grounded, whatever. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> And I climbed out the window, which is literally the most rebellious thing I've ever done was climbing out of my window. Now, uh, also just a little essential information. At this point, my mom lives about, what, maybe half a mile from the school? Yeah, so so like, thanks for taking away from how impactful this rebellious act was. (laughs) (laughs) So I climbed out the window and I walked to the basketball game. And my mom yelled out the window, like, if you go play that basketball game, I'm calling the cops. And I was like, go ahead, call the cops. I don't care. (laughs) And then I went and played in the game. She tried to stop me. And the principal was like, do you want to play in this game? And I was like, I sure do. And he was like, you play in that game. Go get him, Tiger. (laughs) (laughs) Was this at this time? uh, I'm going to bleep that out, Savannah. But uh, it was the assistant principal. So it wasn't. Whatever. So that's my story. What a great story, dude. Moral so rebellious. So uh, at, I did finally get my final punishment. And um, so we had an away game. And my mom was, she, she found a way to beat the system. She was like, I don't want my son getting on that bus. I don't give him permission to get on the bus. And oh, I was yeah. like, oh, well, I guess I can't go to this game. So not only did I miss that one, but then my coach was like, well, since you missed that one, 
you're gonna have to miss this next one too. Ooh, yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of a dick for that, honestly. Yeah, well, that was my punishment. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "You better listen to your mom," and I was like, "You're not my dad." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my story. What a good story, dude. Thanks. To be honest, your your talking of your story made me forget my story. Oh God! So if anybody else has a story to to pass the time, feel free. We're gonna move over. Not have a story anyway. We're gonna move over to my my story was fairly. We're gonna move over to me, dude. We're moving over to bots. Anyway, I have some solid stories. He's got some solid stories. Um, I guess we'll start with the junior high story. Okay. Um, so for those of you who don't know, at junior high. We have one class called Tech Ed that is in a building not in the school oh, God. that we have to walk back and forth from. <laughs> and uh, after Tech Ed, your boy had a history class, but uh, they weren't very good at like paying attention to where kids went in between these classes. <laughs> so me and my friend that will remain nameless at the time were like, yo, man, we don't want to go to history yet. We're going to go to the bathroom on the other side of the school. <laughs> oh, man, this is crazy. So we went there. We took our sweet ass time. And eventually we got to the history class. Now it's like 10 minutes late. It's like an hour class top. So we're already like pretty, pretty into this class. And my teacher looked at us and he was like, hey, where were you guys? And we were thinking on our toes. We were like, oh, we were at the nurse. He can't call us on that. No way. <laughs> he called us on that yeah, right away. Well, when you guys, that. I, yeah. I was in that class. <laughs> so like when, when they came in, I was like, oh, that was the quickest feeling good to not feeling good i've ever seen in my life <laughs> yeah man honestly didn't think it through but that was our go-to at the time we were at the nurse 100 percent. he's like all right where's your pass from the nurse at that point we were like oh shit <laughs> and right away was, i'm talking i was like 100 percent. i'm sorry sir we forgot the pass we can go back and get it if you want oh my god <laughs> he was like absolutely go do that <laughs> so now we're walking and we're trying to go to this nurse which is back on the other side of the school again and we were like oh damn like how are we gonna pull this off i was like yo friend that will remain nameless i'm gonna fake sick right now and we're gonna get this pass <laughs> So I storm into this nurse's office. I'm like, yo, I have such a bad headache. I don't feel good. I don't know what to do. My friend's here walking me here. You should give him a pass real quick. He got his pass. He stood there and waited after about 10 more minutes. Now we're like 45 minutes into this history class. That's basically I got some ibuprofen and I was like, you know what, miss? I'm still not feeling good, but I'm a, I'm a trooper. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna try and go back to this class now. She was like, okay, do you need a pass? And I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> so I got my pass. We got back to this history class, and he was cool with it. He was like, all right, you got your pass. That took a little long. And I was like, yeah, she had other kids in there. We didn't want to interrupt. We, we didn't want to be rude. So we got our passes. It took a little bit, though. He was like, all right, all right. Day goes by. This is like in the morning. So uh, all of our classes are on the second floor, and the cafeteria is on the first floor. So it's lunchtime now, boy. And we're ready to go to lunch. And we walk down the stairs, and the cafeteria is right there. Who's standing at the bottom of those stairs? But my history teacher and the nurse, both with their arms crossed, shaking their heads, <laughs> disappointed at me and my friend. And we walked up, and we knew that we were cooked at that point. We were done, boy. And my history teacher kind of looked, and he was like, you know what we're going to do, right? And I was like, lunch detention? And he was like, yeah, lunch detention. <laughs> Needless, called the nurse. Honestly, so that's, that's they, the they, they shit chatted a little bit. I don't know why he didn't. 
we're we're good kids. I'm not gonna lie. We were we were nice people. Obviously he not. Cool <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he had some mad respect for us though. He was like, "Good shit." Like I could probably get you like a real detention or like a suspension for this wacky thing that you just pulled, but I respect it. So we just kind of ate lunch. We hung out. It wasn't a big punishment. That's really a pattern in my life. I do these zany things and teachers are like, yo man, respect though. And I don't get in trouble that much. But yeah, that's my crazy rebellious story. <laughs> story like got, number one. Sounds like you got a couple more stories. He like does have that. a couple oh, I'm more sure stories. I do, for sure. Um, but we don't want to hog the mic here. Yeah, man, this isn't Bob's. I, uh, I have a I have a junior high story actually. This is uh, reminded me of a pretty good one that I have. All so, right. So uh, I get out of class, and in between classes, I'm going to my locker. And uh, after I went to my locker, I went real quick. I was rushing because I had to go to my girlfriend at the time's locker, which was kind of on the other side of the hallway. It was like down the other end of the school. So I rush down there, meet up with her. I'm talking with her, whatever, at her locker, and then we start heading back to the class, which is on the same side of the school as my locker. And as we're walking back. I see this big crowd of people starting to build up in one of the real thin hallways in the school. And uh, I stop by, and I'm kind of looking, trying to look over people and stuff. I'm not a tall guy, so I'm, like, struggling <laughs> in the back, just kind of on my tippy-toes looking over people. And then I realize why there's a blockage. There's this huge kid, like, standing all the way at the front. He refuses to move. He's just standing there. This kid had to be 300 pounds in eighth grade. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> but anyways, so we're standing back there. And I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. I'm growing impatient. And uh, these guys all know me pretty well. I'm not a, I'm not a patient person. Not so. at all. Not a little bit. So I'm, I'm, standing, I'm standing there, and I, I'm just starting to turn red with anger. My girlfriend's trying to calm me down, and she's trying to – she's like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll get through. We'll get to class. So uh, myself, I decided that I was going to try to run these people over and uh, try to get through because I played football and I was a running back. So I was like, oh, I can do this. No problem. So I step, take a couple steps back. I got my books in one arm. My girlfriend's trying to persuade me not to do this. Terrible idea. I would like, definitely please, be with her in hindsight. Jimmy, please Hindsight's don't always do 2020. This. So I take like two full sprint steps and just absolutely run everybody over in this crowded hallway. They go flying sideways. I separate a lane. I knock the huge kid down on his, on his ass. <laughs> and then I look up and I'm all proud of myself. I'm like, yeah, I'm the man. I just ran these people over. I'm the best. Nothing could stop me. And then I look up and there's a teacher standing right there. And it just happens to be my least favorite teacher. She's a math teacher. And I was, oh, man. My face just turned white. I was like, oh, I'm screwed here. Like, I'm going down <laughs> to the office. So she just looks at me, and all she does is point. She didn't even say anything. She Ooh, was so that's mad. The worst. She was so mad. So I'm like, all right. I turn around. I start walking down the stairs. I go to the office. Uh, the vice principal calls me in. And he's like, so, so uh, I heard you uh, decided you wanted to run people over in the hallways, huh? And I was like, yeah, you know, like, I was having kind of a bad day. I was a little mad. Like, I haven't been feeling too good. And he goes, no, I understand completely. He sits down with me, and he just has a full conversation. Asks me how's everything's going. I'm like, oh, everything's going good, yada, yada. And the end of the story, basically, I leave the office, and the only thing that he did is he called my parents to let them know what I did. And I just went back to class and went to my, <laughs> my math class so, and like, just stared even, the teacher in the face, getting absolutely nothing. You didn't even get, nope. like, I I nope. slap. <laughs> I got I it was got like a, barely a slap on the wrist. I got dirty looks from the math teacher for the rest of the year, and uh, <laughs> a little probably a little worse grading, but that's about it. <laughs> wow. Why would the kid not move though? 
I mean, I don't know. I think he was just kind of. He was just he was, Yeah, there? he was kind of a class clown. He was just kind of standing there, and I think he knew he was a big dude and could block the whole hallway if he just hung out there. <laughs> he's look how big so, I am. I yeah, can block exactly, this hallway. Exactly. I think it was something like that, where he's just kind of trying to take up the whole hallway just to show that he could and kind of waste time. But <laughs> I, I wasn't a fan of that. <laughs> See, like that is one of the few times I'm not a patient person. Like. I feel like I can be patient for a lot of things. It's people blocking where I need to be that really gets on my nerves. Like you're walking behind someone slow and you're just like, dude, I was just gonna I've say got slow walkers. Slow walkers are literally like the one thing that will set me off. I'm like, I have places to be. Where are you going that you're not in a hurry right now? <laughs> and I, I start freaking out. But like the worst is you want to pass them, but you don't want to be that person at the same time. Like you're like, Oh, should I pass him? Oh, no, I'm, I'm going too fast, but I'm not going fast enough to or, pass him. Wait, like you're not trying to walk on the side of him. But for I'm like not trying. Yeah, but then there's I'll like we just say excuse me and just kind of shoulder <laughs> them. But I'm a big human being, and I yeah, I was gonna like, say. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I the worst like, thing is when it's like an old person with like a cane and oh you're walking behind God. them, and like you don't want to pass him because you don't want to be that guy. But like then you still do. <laughs> I'm consistently that guy. That happened. That happened to Zach, me, and Boz the other day. Okay, yo, but in that situation we were trying to leave Cumberland Farms and she was at the door she was just standing there and I was like yo I don't know does this old lady need help opening the door well because she was so, so slow she was very slow getting to the door we watched it happen and then I got there and I was like I don't know if she's gonna open this door so after like a couple seconds of like waiting to see if she was just gonna struggle with it I was like excuse me miss do you need me to open that door and she, <laughs> she turned around and looked kind of surprised and she was like oh no I'm sorry and she opened the door and walked right away <laughs> honestly like I hate old people, yeah, old people are the worst. I'm just gonna come out and say it. I I know I'm gonna become one and I'm gonna hate myself but I do not like old people there's two kinds of old people they're either cute or wicked annoying. Yeah, exactly. And like grumpy. But I always encounter the really annoying old people. I get like the nice old people once every five old people. <laughs> I've what? That's the ratio. I've done the math. I've done the, the old old people are one to five uh cool and not cool. <laughs> um like at the theater. I get a lot of a lot cute of old men that try to call me honey. Yeah. Oh, there was that old man that said that I had nice skin. Oh wow! He, so he was nice. To say to a young girl I know it was weird, <laughs> but you know what? I just took the compliment. Ooh. He's gotta you, look at you pretty long to figure out you yeah, got nice skin. Strange. I mean, he's, he's probably. I mean, think about it. He's probably pretty jealous about your skin. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm thinking like old people have nice oh, skin. Well, you've got some like wrinkles, like, wrinkles and like, crow's feet and all you've that. You've got some stuff. nice skin. I would be ashamed if someone sucked the life out of you and took your skin. If someone took it, it's like the the white version of Get Out. He's trying to, <laughs> trying to auction. I off. want your youth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but like the old people that just they come in and they're like, I'd like to see the times. And you're like, they're up there. And they're like, uh, w what time does this movie play? And you're like, the times are up there. Or those people just... that call asking for all of the times for all the movies because <laughs> they don't have internet. Sir, do you know what a library is? I think you would because you grew up in a time where there wasn't I the internet. I lady to go to the library. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe just like go to the library, I guess. Did they have the times there? At the library? No. <laughs> no. They have, a, they they have, have internet. internet there. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. I, I don't you. know how to use a computer. Well, <laughs> you are living in the past, sir. You need, to, <laughs> you need to get with the times here. 
one thing like I will credit like when I see an old person with a smartphone, I'm like, hey, what up? <laughs> Good job. And he's the app. Yeah, no, I respect like even if you're struggling with it, at least you're trying. <laughs> Cause like I feel like one time, one day in the future, like we're gonna be like, what is this hologram technology bullshit? And you're like, and the kids are like, oh, it's easy, you just do this, and they do Yo, like. Honestly, a if I'm old at that point, I'm just giving the kid like whatever device they need to figure it out for me though, because I straight up I take these old people's phones and I do it for them consistently. I take young people's phones and I just do it for them when they can't figure it out. I am not waiting for you to figure <laughs> your shit out. I'm trying to work here. I don't even try to be polite anymore. Oh, no, I grab the phone out of the hand. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Give me that phone. I'll just start like poking it oh, and yeah. just being like, no, this is how you do it. Yeah, I'm still polite. I, you know. I still care about how people feel about me. <laughs> Honestly, dude, they love it. That's not very re very rebellious of you. I know, yeah. right? <laughs> Perfect. What a terrible representation of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I mean, let's be honest. Like I said, that was the most rebellious thing I've ever done. Everything else is just the, the declining action of my story of my life. See, there's this one old guy that comes into my work. See, I work at a sporting goods store, and uh, we sell Oakley sunglasses. And so he comes in, he's looking at like the Oakley case and uh, I think I went to help him and he's like, oh, I got these good for driving. I'm looking for driving sunglasses. And I was like, I mean, yeah. Why does yeah, he need like, driving sunglasses? <laughs> oh, what's that? Why does he need driving sunglasses? I don't know. I mean, I guess he right probably up. gets a lot of sun <laughs> in his eyes. It's called a sunroof or yeah. a sun whatever. A that sun visor. Well, sun I mean, yeah, or just like sunglasses, low. period. Nah, well, so basically yeah. he's like. First, now, first of all, like all these sunglasses run from like a hundred and up. So like, I don't know why you're looking at a hundred dollar pair of driving sunglasses. Yo, honestly, but like, man, if you're old and you got the money, you ball. I guess. That point. Yeah, How much I guess so. Have that money. Let's spend it. His kids are gonna use it if he doesn't, right? So, so like basically, so he's looking at the the Oakley sunglasses, and now, first of all, like, you know. It's, this is a job. You don't know every single detail about your job unless you're like one of those people. What are you talking kind of about? Like, yeah, I was gonna say, what do you mean, dude? <laughs> well, all right. See, Aram, at we know what movies have not even come out yet. We know what movies have not even been developed or animated yet. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. So you know everything. Nah, because like nobody ever comes to the Oakley glasses. Like nobody ever buys these things. So like I'm <laughs> not interacting with man. them at all. So like I'm not learning anything about. I don't know about Oakley sunglasses. I don't own a pair myself. You heard I, it here first. <laughs> these sporting goods workers are not what they appear to be. <laughs> I I get five dollars sunglasses on Amazon. Like I'm not spending this kind of cash. But like, and they don't train us. They don't tell us what what the details and stuff are. But anyway, so long story short, he's looking at these sunglasses and he's like, oh, these are good for driving. I'm like. I mean, the sunglasses, so, like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and I was like, well, we have, like, you know, regular sunglasses over here if you want to look at these. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to look at these over here. And I was like, all right, cool. And so, like, he grabs a pair, and he's like, yeah, I think I'm going to probably get these. And I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll just come ring you out. And he's like, if I, like, he's, and he says, if these don't work out, I'm going to come back, and I'm going to find you. Yo, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> That is literally like what every old person says if you like promise them something. I can't even count how many times a person's been like, yo, if this movie's bad and you told me to go see it, I'm coming back. And I'm like, dude, do it. I dare you. I know. You and so, so I'm like, all right, fine. Like, do your thing, I guess. And then, so I guess two weeks later, he comes back and I'm not here. So like what I heard was he came in he's like, I'm looking for that little mulatto boy. Yo. <laughs> and I'm like, what? What? That little mulatto boy. Yo, that dude's dying soon, man. He's got nothing to lose. You can't just say that shit. And so, like, I guess, I guess he came in complaining because, like, the instructions say that, like, you're not supposed to wear them for driving or whatever. And 
So I'm like, all right, like, sorry, I didn't know. I didn't read the instructions before I sold you these sunglasses. Maybe you like, should have. Yeah, I, honestly, I mean, I guess so. Came back. <laughs> um, and since then, he's pro. I've probably seen him like at least like another like three or four times. Is coming he still in, trying to find a good. Coming in to look at the Oakley sunglasses. Is he still trying to find that little mulatto boy? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure. No, actually, you know what? He did find me one day. Like he came back in. And he he's like, "Hey, like, you." Yeah, that's basically what well, he did. Hey, and man, I was now like, "You know." Those are bad driving. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if exactly. anyone else asks, right. you can now answer that so question. I'm now prepared through my personal experience. But here's the thing is that uh, I was talking about this with one of my coworkers one time, and we were like, all right, we're going to look at these instructions, see what's going on here, see what he's talking about. So we're like, we open up the case and everything, and we're looking at it, and it's like, uh, it says certain, it's like these tints, and it lists off a bunch of them because it has like different tints or whatever. It's like these tints are not suitable for some, for uh, driving conditions, and it's like, it's like like the different color ones, like the red ones, the blue ones, like basically the ones that are like for specific things. Like they have ones for like baseball, like deep sea fishing, whatever. Yeah, like sure, it enhances man. the vision. Um, and so it's like, so don't wear these while driving. He didn't get those. He got like the regular ones that are like regular sunglasses, oh, not for like sport ones. So he got the regular <laughs> ones. What, what I'm saying is he read the instructions wrong, and he's coming at my neck, trying to like come at me, that telling me I sold him something wrong. Boy, so he did wrong sunglasses. <laughs> but this dude did not read the instructions thoroughly enough because his sunglasses are perfectly fine for driving in. I'm gonna tell him that next time he comes in because he hasn't come back in yet after I learned this information. So he better come prepared because I got something for him when he comes in. <laughs> See, that just, that reminds me of, like, I don't remember who showed it to me, but it was on Facebook, and it was, like, we should have a purge for oh, retail workers. That. Yeah, yeah, one day a year where retail workers get to be as rude to their customers as possible. That's amazing. I would love that, because, like, people act like it's our fault for the problems that they create for themselves. Honestly, dude, I wouldn't have to act too different. <laughs> I feel like I'm consistently <laughs> rude to people and I would they be, just love it. It, it would be such it. a drastic <laughs> difference for me. I remember I had this one guy coming in. Uh, I'm not trying to, you know, take it to retail stores. No, it's but. fine. Look, whatever. <laughs> Wherever the podcast takes <laughs> us. Long story short, this dude came in looking for replacement um, shoelaces for his Air Maxes. And so he comes in, I forget exactly, I think it was like a shade of gray he was looking for. And I was like, all right, well, this is like the only ones we have. Like, it's like this gray and this gray. It doesn't match up perfectly. If you want to get like a black or a white, like neutral color, whatever, do your thing. And he's like, you don't have the one specifically for the shoe? And I was like, no, I mean, no. Like, I mean, we have generic shoelaces for like, you know, universally for shoes. We don't have specific shoelaces. And he's like, but the Nikes only fit with the Nikes. I know. <laughs> How am I supposed and, to get shoelaces like, that like, fit in my shoes? He's like, you guys are a shoe store. Like, you should have this kind of stuff. And I'm just thinking, like, dude, like, <laughs> you're not, though. I'm like, I'm like, dude, like, <laughs> we're gonna do that for every like the hundreds of shoes that we have like every single we can't one. we can't yeah. get like the exact color for the exact shoe and he's like he just got so mad about it. he's like oh like i'm gonna go online and i'm gonna i'm gonna look at this myself and i was like because at this point we didn't have our own website i was like yeah yeah like we don't have our own website like if you want to go online like we have like you know the links to like our retailers or whatever like our manufacturers and he's like this is ridiculous like you guys need to have these shoelaces. And I'm like, bro, like, I'm sorry. Like, like get, grab one of these. Like, there's other colors you can grab. And he was like, no, like, I'm, I'm going to go somewhere <laughs> no. else. Like, Yo, see, man, yeah, you're being too nice. There, get, there comes to a point with the customers where you just got to shut them down. Just be like, yeah, we don't have them. And you just repeat that one phrase over and over again until they leave. And then you start screaming. You're like, yeah, we don't have them. Yeah, and then we they don't start complaining. Have you just them. go, ah, ah. <laughs> No, I think I think I'll probably get to that point someday. Something's just gonna snap inside me, and I just might bug out. <laughs>
I would like to think that this guy had like a really rough day. Yo, he, <laughs> he was just looking forward to those shoelaces. shoelaces. <laughs> He's like, oh man, I can't wait to just get those new shoelaces. My shoes are going to look clean. He got into a car accident <laughs> before that, man. Wendy's messed up his order. He was all in a tizzy. All he wanted was them shoelaces and you did not have them. And he comes in and he's like, I'd like this very simple request of a shoelace. And you tell him, no, you can't have that. And he's just like, that was his mental breakdown. <laughs> That's when he broke that he hit his breaking point. <laughs> Over some shoelaces, some $2.50 shoelaces. I actually, I have another rebellious story that like just got reminded to me. How rebellious is it? It's not rebellious at all, but it's oh, me. Lame. It's me getting in trouble. Uh, I mean, that's good. So, I guess. good enough. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I was in second grade, and uh, this could actually carry over into like a future podcast about doppelgangers. I had like a doppelganger in Everyone second grade. Everyone has one, dude. I'm waiting to find mine. I I have it's a couple. There's actually um, a website I stumbled across. Don't ask me how, but um, it's called uh, I don't remember the website name right now, but uh, basically you you sign up and like I think you submit a picture and stuff like that, and they match you up with, with anybody that... else that already submitted a picture. Yeah, that's not terrifying at all. Dude. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it sounds like there's one source of people trying to just get everyone's picture, and this is a crazy front for it. What is the name of it? Facebook. Yeah. Oh <laughs> shit. It sounds like an identity theft website. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to make fake IDs with these. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's how they make the fake IDs. They need your doppelganger to, like, take a picture instead of you. Um, anyway, anyway, I, I had, second a, grade, yeah. I had sure. a doppelganger in second grade. We had the same blue winter jacket, too, so it did not help whatsoever. So teachers always, like, are you lighting my set on fire what are you doing over there uh yeah, stop interrupting this wild story dude it's a wild look, doppelgangers it's a wild story so uh this dude we're going to recess and he just starts jimmying it basically he's like plowing through people <laughs> knocking people sideways and everything what a great callback <laughs> he just he he like knocks people down and like uh, plows through everyone to get to recess because he's got to be first. You know, if you're not first, you're last. But the teacher saw a mixed child with slightly curly hair plow some people over while wearing a blue jacket. That description fits me. So they stopped me and they were like, you are like pushing people, you're whatever i don't even remember what they said i repressed this like this was really traumatic for me because <laughs> like i was such a good kid he's like yo man i was set up i swear <laughs> no seriously though like 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 they were she she was like you're being like very reckless you're gonna have to stand over to the side of the hallway you're not going out to recess and i was like but i didn't do anything and she was like i watched you do it and like i was like Okay, I guess. I would have had an existential <laughs> crisis, bro. <laughs> I would have freaked out. Well, I was just like, what did I do? Like, I was just walking normally. So, like, I missed the whole recess because of my doppelganger. But that is not the only time my doppelganger has gotten me in trouble. Another time. Um, so, the way school in Milford, which is where I was in second grade, the way school works in Milford with recess is only one class gets to use the playground. Everything else, you either get you get blacktop or field. 
but like system. one yes, class per day gets get Milford schools and their terrible <laughs> recess. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's better now because I'm not there anymore. You don't know. Every that's school a, I leave that's improves. That's a non-fact-based statement, guys. Every, we got to do some research. I think we might just have to re-enroll ourselves. And yeah. yeah. I'll have to go back Milford, to second yeah, grade. We'll figure it out. So, you know, it was our one day. Maybe it was two two classes get it, but it was our one day to get on the playground. And I love me. You might remember this from school. You grab the thing and you just hold on to it and slide across. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yep. you you push off and you just those slide. Big yellow things. Not those. Not those. Those you kind of have to push yourself. You do have to. There was one. You just hold it. You push yourself and it takes you all the way across. Oh damn, dude! All right. It was great. Yeah, Milford's Milford on some next level shit. <laughs> um, so I I lived for that. That was my that was my anti drug, and. Uh, I was like doing it a couple of times and then a teacher came up to me once again, kind of almost like the same exact story. You know, I saw you pushing kids out of the way, you know, you're being very physical. You're going to have to get off the playground. And so for like the, once again, like I was like, all right, been there, done that. I'm not even going to argue. <laughs> you got me, but it's not me. And so I just like sadly walked around the, <laughs> the blacktop for the rest of the recess it was awful. It's the worst day of my life. That's crazy. Like, I don't. How how did they not like notice there was somebody else? That, like, I don't know. I was set up. It's the, the Illuminati dude, or something. This dude was probably like dressed up as you on purpose, just put, <laughs> pushing kids around and just ran off. I just hide. think I think our mothers shopped at the same store and probably <laughs> saw the same coat and were like, "That will keep my son warm." You know, honestly though, respect because if that was happening to me and I was consistently getting in trouble anyway, dude, I'd I'd be a hell of a kid to deal with. <laughs> I would just start. Hoping that my trouble would go back to him, I'd be causing some damn chaos. He got me child. in trouble. I'm just gonna kill someone and get him in trouble. 100, percent dude. Slippery slope, boy. Slippery slope. Uh, slippery slope is actually a fallacy. You're right. Dude. Uh, I, I don't remember how to explain what a fallacy is, but I just know that from philosophy. Way to segue that into a weird philosophy thing. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I kind of have a semi-similar story. Oh, well, I reminded him. Uh, Good for me. Yes, this is the one I forgot, actually. So now this is me in elementary school as well. I think probably somewhere between third, fourth, and fifth grade, one of those grades. Were none of you rebellious in high school or beyond? Listen, I was You knew I me in high school. school. You no, know I wasn't. You I was were, just not out loud. <laughs> Yeah, I was you very... You caused more quiet chaos between oh. friend groups and stuff. Oh, you like to play games with people. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I have a story about that right, one. We'll, we'll get back into that. <laughs> but uh, so this is like third, fourth, and fifth grade. And so like we have recess like directly after lunch, I think. Right? That's how it worked. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, sounds about right. Yeah. So, um, so you know, we're in the cafeteria and stuff, uh, getting ready to leave and everything. And like, you know, they do like five minutes or not five minutes, but like. You know, like, they do, like, a little silent period right before, you you know, you line everybody up and everything. And so, like, my table was, you know, talking, whispering, stuff like that when it's supposed to be quiet. And I'm just sitting there, like, guys, Uh-oh. like, guys, stop. We're going to get in trouble. Like, like stop. <laughs> like, please, get me like, in trouble. Like, relax. Come on. And uh, so, basically, you know, it continues. It continues. And, you know, they're not picking. Like, so we get in trouble. They're not picking out, like, single people. They got the whole table, me included. I'm pissed off. I'm like, I don't get in trouble. Like, this is not my thing. And the, the, <laughs> the punishment for, uh, you know, that kind of stuff is, like, the first 
five to ten minutes of recess or whatever, you gotta stand out on one of like the parking lot lines. Like you stand on the line. Oh, the and you, line. And you watch. Stand on like you don't want to. You don't want to. That's like that's like public uh like public humiliation. Public ridicule. Yeah. That's so depressing. Like you know you gotta stand out on that line. Like people are laughing at you. Like, yeah. Oh, those <laughs> no, are, like those are the troublemakers. Like sometimes we would go up to them and be like, hey, like. Like, hey, you want to catch this ball? Cause you can't. How's running around doing? <laughs> like, you gotta stand on that line. You gotta watch all those kids have fun while you can't, and they're laughing at you. The teachers would be like, "Hey, don't taunt the line, kids." And then they laugh too. They'd be like, <laughs> "Like a second class student." Like, they put you on that line. You just gotta sit there, and uh, I'm just boiling at that point. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, "This is ridiculous. Like, I don't get in trouble." I want to go play. And this is when we have, like, wall ball, like, keep away. Like, these are, like, the lit, like, playground games. And so, like, I'm just sitting there. And I'm like, this is, like, this is so stupid. Like, I didn't do anything wrong. Like, everybody else got me in trouble. Like, this sucks. And uh, so, basically, I just was really mad and then eventually got off the line, went to play, and everything was cool. But, like, Your I reputation I was never the same. I was never, yeah, it was never the same because I had never been on the line before. I was never on the line after. It was that one incident that I had nothing to do with and it wasn't even my fault. Now you can never say you never got in trouble. That, that's true. I mean, for the most part, I didn't, but, you know, can't help that That one. story just reminded me of another time that I got in trouble for something I didn't do. I'm not going to explain it. <laughs> I just want to keep a tally. That is three things. <laughs> that is three things that I've remembered now that I didn't do. I was set up. Um, do you want to tell your story or do you want me to tell that chaos story that you were referencing? I mean, I'm sure like you want me to just talk about, can we talk? Can I say, yeah, his let's, name? can I say the computer teacher's name? We'll call him Chuck. Chuck. <laughs> That's a good, <laughs> <laughs> call him Chuck. <laughs> That's so, perfect. Chuck is my computer teacher and, uh, me and Chuck, we went through some things as, uh, the years went on. I was in Chuck's class two years in a row and, uh, Chuck's an uptight guy. And uh, his class was very easy. There was assignments. He would give us, like, one assignment a week. It was supposed to take us all week to do. Your boy would finish it in, like, a day. And he had fun games on his computer, so we would just spend the rest of the week playing these games. And, uh, first altercation with Chuck was uh, one of the games is called Peggle. Very fun game. <laughs> Enjoy the shit out of that game. You bounce marbles off of pegs. It's a fun game. It's great. Uh, Chuck refused to call it Peggle. He called it Pegasus consistently. <laughs> and, uh... I was just not having it one day, and I yelled at him, and I got sent to the office for that right away. He like he called a Pegasus. He was like, "Don't you be playing that Pegasus today, Zach?" And I was like, "Yo, you know it's called Peggle, Chuck. You know it is." And he was like, "It's Pegasus. I don't know what you're talking about." I was like, "Yo, you're gonna say Peggle right now." So uh, yeah, that was a trip to the VP's office. Um, another great example of me and Chuck's relationship. Uh, there was one day where he was like, yo, man, like you can't be playing those games. I was like, what do you want us to do when we're done with these projects? I'm not going to sit here and not do anything for three of the five days of the week. And he's a very sarcastic man. He was like, I don't know. Go do yoga or something. <laughs> so I was like, all right, Chuck, me and my boy are going to do some yoga when we're done. He was like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just kind of walked away. He didn't think we were going to go do some yoga. We finished our project in the first day. It was the Monday. We went and finished my girl. Can I say her name? You can call her something else. Call her Tammy. Okay. I finished our girl Tammy's project the next day with my buddy who will remain nameless. And uh, on that third day, that Wednesday, man, we had a, I think we had a track meet or something. And we were, yeah. we were looking to get loose anyway. So we were like, this is the perfect time to do yoga. 
Tammy knows how to do yoga. <laughs> Yo, Tammy, we're going to go into this hallway. You're going to teach us some yoga real quick. <laughs> so we, we were probably out there for a good 10, 15 minutes of this class, and she was teaching us yoga. We were having a grand old time. This is what Chuck told us to do. So we felt like we were in the right here. <laughs> Chuck came storming out, and he was like, hey, what do you guys think you're doing out here? And we were like, yo, dude, you told us to do yoga. We're doing yoga, Chuck. This is the tree pose. Do you know how to do this? And we were trying to show him. And uh, that was my second trip to the VP. <laughs> I was very loose through my best scores in track that day. I feel like it was beneficial to everyone. I don't know why he was too mad about it. Uh, third Chuck story. <laughs> oh, God, There's another one. So my second year with Chuck was like an honors class. And he like, for some reason, he was like, we're going to take this class seriously, guys. It was still easy. I don't know what he was talking about. He was like, you got to take notes. I was like, Chuck, I'm not taking notes in this class, man. <laughs> he was like, you have a notebook. You have to take notes. And I was like, what do you want me to take notes of, Chuck? I know what to do. This is a very easy class. I already know what to do whenever you say it. I can just remember it. It's fine. He's like, you take notes on everything I say because that's what you're supposed to do. I took that as a goddamn challenge. <laughs> I, I had my notebook out. And whenever he talked about anything that had nothing to do with his class, I wrote that shit down. In about, probably I'd say like a month or two into this class, I started quoting him back to him. <laughs> he did not like that at all, man. He was not psyched. He uh, made multiple fun, like, cliches and references and stuff, so I just started to quote that back to him. And, uh, yeah, he's not a happy camper when you quote him back to him because he's not a smart fella. He doesn't like how he sounds for sure. Uh, very, He's an uh, antagonizing person, so when I would antagonize him with his own antagonizing bullshit, it did not fly. Didn't get to the VP for that one, but uh, he was not happy. So, yeah, that was me and Chuck, dude. There's some rebellious... Some rebellious bods messing around with Chuck. We really might have to just do like a whole Chuck podcast. Honestly, we could, dude. I didn't even get into Doctor. Because like Love, I have, boy. I have oh, some no. stories. I think everyone Everyone's who had got, him as a teacher got has at least some one stories. Good Chuck story. <laughs> that was a good story, though. I like that. Thanks, one. man. I forgot about some of those. That sounds like it was actually pretty fun to have you guys in class. Like oh my god, we oh, were a blast. A, a my class, dude. my class was absolutely not like that. But that sounds hilarious because. That will bring me, that will segue me into my story about how much fun I am to have in class if we're friends. So, um, I liked to consider myself a trickster. I, I would do things just to like mess with people. It was always harmless. Like it wasn't, it, it was, was never harmless. It was never malicious. Like it was not like, oh man, I hate this person. Like I'm going to, I'm going to like ruin their life. It was like, that's my friend. I'm going to like play a little prank on him. <laughs> So like one day, uh, I three of my friends. I I don't think I'm just gonna call them one, two, and three because like I can't come up with three names and remember them all. Um, they were just I don't know what we were doing, but like I decided like I was gonna work on my pickpocketing skills, my my thievery, <laughs> and <laughs> so like I sneakily was able to take one thing each. I I took like a pencil from one. I took a binder from two and then like a notebook from three and i was like all right i'm pretty good at like taking things without people noticing but like they're gonna notice it's missing and obviously they're gonna think it was me so <laughs> i decided that i was gonna give like the pencil to two and then the notebook to like one and just like switch them all around so like when they finally noticed 
that their things were gone, they were like, yo, where's my notebook? And then they looked and like three had the notebook <laughs> and like two had the pencil. <laughs> and they're like, yo, give me my notebook. And so then he would be like, well, I'm not giving you your notebook until you give me my pencil. But like, <laughs> that was the other person who had the pencil. So it was like a three-way triangle, but no one wanted to give up their item first because that was leverage. So they, so they were like <laughs> fighting over it for a good like five minutes before they were just like, yo, this is stupid. And then they turned back and looked at me and they were like, Trev. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> That's just, like, a very short example of, like, the little trickster that I was. Uh, there was another time, actually, I like to uh, enforce the – the. I had a phrase. It was, I'm crazy enough to do it. Oh, yeah. That was a real thing. That really bothered me for some time. <laughs> <laughs> Tormented bods with that. Yeah, that was really my big issue with Trev for most of <laughs> our high school career. Um, I one time took his pencil – and I don't remember what I was trying to get him to do, but I was trying to get him to do something. And I was like, yo, if you don't do this, like, I'm crazy enough. I will break your pencil. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, looking back, it's not a huge deal. It's not a huge deal, but, like, he's my boy. Like, I'm not expecting him to break my pencil, dude. Like, that's my pencil. It's malicious. He's like, why friend. would he break your poor pencil? Yeah, exactly. What did your pencil so, do All right, maybe that? that one was a little malicious. <laughs> <laughs> However, in, deep in my heart, I was like, I'm not going to break his pencil. I just wanted to scare him a little bit <laughs> and let him know that I'll break his pencil. So I was like, yo, whatever I'm trying to get you to do, I need you to do this because I'm going to break this pencil if you don't. <laughs> and so like just to give him like a little scare, you know, like when you you got hostages, you start firing shots in the air just to let people know you're serious. Just to let them know I was serious. I gave it like just a little bend. And it just snapped instantly. Yeah. <laughs> my dude broke my pencil. <laughs> like, this From pencil, that point on, I knew he was crazy enough to do it. <laughs> it was terrifying. This pencil must have been made out of balsa wood or something. Because, like, I literally, like, I just twitched. And it just shattered. And I was like, I literally, I, I snapped it. And I was like, oh, my God. I am so sorry. <laughs> I did not mean to do that. I don't, needless to say, I don't think I ever convinced you to do what I wanted you to do, whatever that may be. Who knows? Yeah. I think you being a trickster is just ruining friendship. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know. It, it, to be fair, me and Trevor are no, still friends yes, to this it day. Is. It's, it's funny. Yeah, it's but a you joke. still hold resentment <laughs> about oh, no, Yeah, it's still terrifying. That pencil. It's a funny joke. We laugh. No, we, we laugh. It's a joke, you know. <laughs> We're friends. It's me. You know me. I'm Trev. <laughs> yeah, I I was a little cuck in high school. <laughs> um, I think there's one last story that I would like to hear before we move into our final segment. And <clears throat> that would be the story about the closet in class. I know you told it like yesterday, but we yeah, have we have some people here who haven't heard it. All right, man. Uh we're talking about the English closet? Yeah. So, can I use her name? Man, I can't use any names. They're never going to hear it. Just call her Mrs. River. Mrs. River. Mrs. All River right, and, and, and... I'm going to call her Miss Riv for short because Riv. I have a shortened name for her anyway. So, she's Miss Riv, man. Miss Riv and, and Riv Clark. Like a really interesting relationship as well. I had a very interesting relationship with lots of my teachers. <laughs> but uh, she was pretty cool, except for when she wasn't, but it's fine. But... uh. She had a classroom right next to a classroom with, like, 
the like slower kids in high school they had english class at the same time as us we were like the ap class and uh our boy ken oh (laughs) that's fine he's our boy that's fine fine. he's our boy (laughs) ken was in that class man and ken he's a crazy dude he's like wild you never know what ken's gonna do on any given day and uh he would just casually stroll into our classroom and just hang out and miss riv was not necessarily about that but like she was cool sometimes she was fine and uh one day miss riv was running a little late and ken was in our classroom there's like this open closet we were like yo ken there's some cool shit in that closet you should go check that shit out boy and he was like all right man cool and he strolled in and we locked ken in that closet and ken's a weird kid though ken stayed in that closet for a good 15 minutes miss riv comes in she starts class we're reading some story or whatever we're just chilling and we know Ken's in this closet, but we're not about to tell anyone that now. Class has started. We're in it. He's in it for the long haul. We're like, yo, if he hasn't said anything at this point, he's in there. And about like 15 minutes into the class, we just we just hear like a knock. And we, we all look back at the closet. Then he knocked louder. And all you hear is a, hey. And Miss Riv looked over like very questioning. And she walked over and she opened the closet. And Ken just like, Ken was just standing there. He was like, yo, what's up? And then he just casually strolled away and walked back into his class. And Miss Riv was like, what the fuck? I just like, I... I want to know his thought process <laughs> like, Honestly, while he's in the closet. You'll never know Ken's thought process on anything, man. Like he's, he's wild. just, he's in the closet and he's like, I'm going to commit to this bit. I'm Can staying I, in through the whole class. I got to so. throw a second fun Ken story out there. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Because there was a second time where about halfway through the class, I don't know what his class is doing. They're wild, man. They did some crazy stuff. They, it wasn't like a real class, I don't think. So like halfway through our class, we're in like the middle of a play. Because, like, AP English, you do, like, Hamlet and whatever. We're doing one of those fun little plays where we act it out. And uh, there's, like, a door in between our two rooms. And he just walks in, like, in the middle of the class. <laughs> he just strolls in. He's like, hey, this is a school shooting. And we were all like, what? What the <laughs> fuck? You can't say that. <laughs> and we all looked at him. We were like, what the fuck, Ken? And he was like, nah, man, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then he just walked back into his classroom like nothing had happened. That's insane. I don't know if I ever heard that one. Yo, it was a crazy day. <laughs> Jesus. Wait, so he was part of that slower class? or he Yeah, yeah. No, he was oh, in the okay. classroom next to us, man. He would just consistently come in and do wild shit like that, but that was a crazy one. Think oh of Miss Riv's class as, like, Uncle Phil's house, and Ken is Jazz just yeah. showing up unannounced. Jazz just, he just consistently showed up and would chill with us. Sometimes he would make guest appearances and just like skip his class and like act in our class when we did the fun plays because we would need a fourth. Because normally it was me and uh, two of our other friends, angry short friend and tall lanky awkward friend, and we would act in everything. But uh, yeah, sometimes we needed a fourth person and Ken would just like skip his English class because it was shitty anyway and he would come join us. <laughs> Now, uh, real quick, going back to that first Ken story. Now, is this the closet with, like, the bookshelves? Yeah, that's the one. Maybe he was reading a book. Yo, honestly, probably <laughs> not, though. I don't know if Ken can actually read if we're being real here. <laughs> no, but, like, I, I'm picturing, like, he's like, yo, I'm going to commit to this bit. I'll just stay in through the whole class. I'll miss my class. I just like that win-win. he like he waited like maybe like ten minutes and then he was like, "Yo, I gotta get out of this yeah. closet." He probably started freaking out in there. He's like, "Oh my god, this is way longer than I thought." 
I just like how he goes, hey. Yeah, he's like, hey. <laughs> like, not like someone help. Like, yeah. just, hey. We'll have to go back to another podcast for just like Ken's stories. Ken's too. stories would be a good one, dude. We got Chuck and we got Ken. Yeah, we got a Chuck story. Man, I still got more high school mischief stories. I actually have but... another couple mischief stories I could tell. We could do another podcast just about that. Honestly, we might have to revisit it without Savannah because Savannah sucks at I'm being mischievous. I'm sorry, I have nothing. All. I've never been. Well, I went to the principal's office once, but that was to receive a high five award. Damn. A high five award? Yeah, so DR had this like high five award. So like, if someone saw you like doing, I don't know, I must have been like nice to someone. And then I don't know. Someone saw me being nice, so I got the high five award. So you you got caught doing something yeah. good. But I lied on my award because I said that oh, I shit. visit soup kitchens. So mischievous. Because like I had to I had to play it up because I was like, okay, I'm already in the high five club. Like I gotta like commit to it. And I was like, I the last time I volunteered was probably like 2004. <laughs> And so I was just like, yeah, I like visit soup kitchens and stuff. Oh my god! Occasionally, is that actually a thing or like? Because I don't think yeah. soup kitchens are. A yeah, thing. no, soup kitchens are still a thing. Oh yeah, I see them on like TV, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> you don't know about soup kitchens, white privilege. I was <laughs> triggered. I'm not, I'm not into helping people. <laughs> I need to work on my character. I guess. <laughs> no, but I honestly like. I like that. I like that. That's like the worst thing that you've done. That's when I visited the principal's office. You, you lied about doing a good deed that you did, just not so just recently. Not at that time. <laughs> oh, shit. I like it. It's Yo, okay. Can I, can I just throw in on every story where I was like, and that's when I got sent to that VP's office. Can I just like add to that? Every time I was in that office, the VP was like, yo, Zach, you can't be doing these things. <laughs> I would just be like, Miss, yo, like Mr. VP, it's cool. I won't do it again. He was like, yeah, you better not do it again, man. Get back to class, you like, you scamp. <laughs> you rap right, scallion. Man. Yeah, you, you rap scallion. I don't think you. I've ever heard that term before. <laughs> scamp? Yeah, I've never heard that. That's this. a really old term. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, get out of here, man. <laughs> you little tight. Yeah, you like, tight my You're like, get out of here, you stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, see, I wish like teachers could interact with students like that. It's just so I, much I, more I, real. I, I, I definitely felt cool like it. teachers always reacted to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I, when I they feel... weren't like, yo, man, you're not living up to your potential. You'd be doing so much better. I'd be like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, they were like, oh, you little rascal. <laughs> <laughs> little shit. <laughs> no, but like, I, I think, I think, uh, Mr. VP just like, he's like, come he's on. my boy. <laughs> Zach, you're you're one of the good kids. You can't be doing this. Pretty much. <laughs> you're our only hope. <laughs> um, well, that brings us to our next uh, and final segment, Improv Me Wrong. Oh, damn. Pause for sound effect. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> All right. So I actually, this will if this goes well, we'll, we'll do a couple. But if it's a disaster, we'll do a couple. Okay. Um, Sounds like a good game plan. So the way we're doing this, uh, or so we, we've tested it a couple of times. It seemed to work. If it fails tonight, maybe we'll switch it up. You know, you never know. Fl go with the flow. We have a starting sentence, and then we build a story from there. Okay. This sounds like a lot of work. How do we, uh, how do, what's the it order takes, here? It takes a second. Can so, anyone hop in, or is it like a rotation? There, There is. Oh, God. If it's a rotation. <laughs> there is a rotation. 
Okay. Are you sure? Do we have to add one sentence at a time, or can we go you, for a little you can, bit? You can go as long as your little brain can take okay, you. Okay, we can roll, boy. And, but here's the twist. Here's the twist. Whoa, there's a twist. If you have an idea that's relevant to the timing of the story, you may raise your hand, and you can, like, it's like an interruption request. I was going to say, there's no no strong interruptees going no, on. No, no strong interruptees. I'm going to have to refrain. Okay. So you just, you have a nice little request, if the because maybe they have somewhere where they're going with it. So no, like, fair enough. Fair enough. If they feel like they're struggling, they pass it along. Otherwise, we just keep the same order. Okay. So, um, Aram, if you could just set up our unofficial spinner for me. Of course. And I'm going to read the sentence to get us, to get us, like, get the juices flowing. You'll have some time to think about maybe what you want to say while we set. Can you get the spinner? That is, okay, that works. <laughs> it doesn't work. It's, it's actually, actually it I thought it was going to spin a lot it's better. It's kind of crap. because the, the design. Aram, go get the real spinner. Okay. Wrong. All right. It's, You're going too slow. Are we just gonna spin Why can't you just get? He's where's clearly talking about a spinner the, for where's, sure. Where's this Literally, just find a paper clip and a pencil. That is the unofficial spinner. Maybe not do it on the table, but that's—I mean—that's fine. I mean, that's in, in in the middle of everyone. That probably makes sense. Oh no, I just—I meant like get a piece of paper or something so you don't like write on the table. Good call. This is why he leads the podcast. This is why I'm the host. He's got big ideas. All right. Well, while you set that up, the the sentence is: "It was just for one night." That's what she said. <laughs> oh, it starts with you. Does it start with it me? It starts with you. We're gonna set the timer for five minutes. Timer starts when I start talking. Wait, what was it? I forgot. It was just okay. for one night. You don't even really have to worry about it because I'm the one who's starting. Yeah, I know, but like, but you gotta, you know, you gotta know, get a theme gotta, going. Yeah, you gotta yeah, get you gotta into gotta it. See where you're gonna go with this. Okay. Uh, it was just for one night. Caitlin decided that she was going to stay in this dingy old hotel just for one night. You know, there were spider webs everywhere. The cart attendant for the baggage had one eye missing. Uh, he was pretty sketchy. But she said, it's just one night. I'll stay here for a little bit. So she got up to her room and she opens the door. And there's a dead person on the floor. And Caitlin's freaking out, yo, because Caitlin wasn't prepared for this. She was like, yo, this is only for one night I'm staying in this hotel. But now she's got to deal with a murder, and that's pretty wild. Uh, so the first thing that Caitlin does is she looks around the room for some clues because she's also a sleuth. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she was ready for this. She's always prepared for a mystery. And then she decided to inspect the body. And first she found claw marks on the stomach. And then she decided that she needed a tissue to wipe away the blood. <laughs> Trevor. As she was wiping away the blood, she discovered that these claw marks were from none other than Sasquatch. <laughs> Sasquatch, if you don't know, is a mythical creature <laughs> who runs around forests. What he was doing in a hotel... That was for Caitlin to find out. So now, not only does she have to find the Squatch with the murderer, but she has to find the Squatch. So she grabs all of her Sasquatch gear. This is going to turn into more than one night. She <laughs> is wrong. This is not just for one night. She goes out into the woods alone by herself with all of her Squatch hunting gear. And, and she listens for knocks. 
because Sasquatches love to knock on trees. So she's walking through the woods, and it's dark and dreary. And then she looks around behind her, and she sees none other than a Yeti. <laughs> That's not Sasquatch. And this Yeti, he is so confused. He's like, this is not my glacier. <laughs> can you please point me in the north direction so I can get back to the North Pole? And she's like, yeah, it's right over there. And she shines her flashlight in the northern direction. And all of a sudden, you see Sasquatch pop out of nowhere. And he says, yo, Yabo, what you doing here, bro? And he's like, oh, you here too? What's good, man? I'm just trying to get back home. Like, I don't know how I ended up here. It was a crazy night last night, but you good? He's like, yeah, Sasquatch is like, yeah, I'm good. Just, you know, take care of yourself, all right? And that's when it dawned on the Yeti that... He, he had a flashback from the night before. Sasquatch was kissing his girl. <laughs> and the Yeti is a very protective lover. So he was like, hey, dude, what's good with you trying to kiss my girl last night? And, and Sasquatch is like, hey, man, she wouldn't have kissed me if she wasn't into me. And <laughs> that, set, Sas, that set the Yeti off. And he was like, yo, bro. Them's fighting words. And they start clawing at each other. And that's when Caitlin realizes Sasquatch doesn't have claws. He's got regular human fingers like everybody else. Back to the drawing board. So is five minutes up? Because like this story is going off the rail. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point of the story, don't you? <laughs> so Caitlin realized that Sasquatch didn't have claws. But you know who did? That Yeti, though. Oh, <laughs> oh, damn. Shit. oh, shit. And that's when Caitlin started to put all the pieces together. Because you know who that girl was? That dead body? It was the Yeti's girlfriend, guys. Oh, shit. That's when she started thinking. That's when she was like, yo, I'm going to solve this situation because I'm a crisis intervention specialist. <laughs> she pulled the Yeti and the Sasquatch aside and she was like, guys, we're going to talk about this real quick. Y'all need to sit down on that log. So they all sat down on the log, and she was like, yo, I got to build a fire real quick. We're going to tow some marshmallows, and we're going to figure this out. So she, they, they got some marshmallows. Caitlin went to the store. She came back at the obvious meeting place where they were sitting on the log waiting for her because they're respectful people when it all gets down to it. <laughs> Yeti and Spotch, man, they have their differences, but they, <laughs> they decided they wanted to really figure this out. So uh, they started talking about it, and uh, Caitlin was like, yo, Yeti, man, where's your girlfriend now? And he was, he got very defensive. He was like, oh man, I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen her since two days ago. And Caitlin was like, <laughs> that's funny. Cause I think I remember you saying something about seeing her last night, kissing <laughs> Sasquatch. That's weird that you would say you haven't seen her two days ago. And all right. So time's up. So now we got to wrap it up. <laughs> so the Yeti starts stammering and he's like, uh, I, you know, two days, one day, what's the difference? <laughs> and that's when Sasquatch whips out some cuffs and yells, Citizens arrest, bitch! <laughs> he cuffs the shit out of Yeti. And Sasquatch and Caitlin became the best of friends. Sasquatch then went on to the police academy and he became a sleuth himself. And now they're starring on their own TBS show, Sasquatch and Caitlin, every, every Tuesday night at 9. End of story. <laughs> the uh... <laughs> That was good. It was a disaster, but it was a beautiful disaster. I think disaster. that got a little out of hand. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think, I think I might have to take credit for that getting out of hand, so my bad. I'd like to call that controlled chaos. 
with a little less control than you would hope for. <laughs> I don't understand how that was any different than any story that we're ever going to come up with, dude. That seems like that was exactly what you were looking for. Yeah, no, that was great. <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted. It's just, you know, my inner, my inner writer was like, this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> but it's okay. That was good. So that was, that was a controlled, beautiful disaster. So we're going to do another one. Oh shit. Good luck. One. Good luck, Savannah. Trademark DJ Khaled. What? <laughs> Why are you saying good luck? Foreshadowing. Oh god. Oh, we're losing a guest here. Jimmy, you've earned yourself a full microphone. Oh yeah, give me that. All right, and you've also earned yourself the role of honorary uh turn spinner. So the the uh First line we have here is he watched helpless as the door closed behind her. It's you again, Trev. Oh my <laughs> lord. I feel like the hardest part is coming up with the names. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to we're just going to start without him. Um so I'm going to need that timer again. 5 minutes on the clock. He watched helpless as the door closed behind her. He realized that this would be the last time he would ever see his girlfriend. His name was Tom, and his girlfriend's name was Jane. So she walked through the door. This door was the door to Narnia. He knew by the time she came back, she would be 18, and he would be 70, and he knew that they wouldn't be able to date anymore because that's really weird. That doesn't fit the creepy uh, scale where you divide your age by two and add seven. So he knew this would be the last time he would ever see those beautiful eyes again. And he had to move on. So now it's me. Yeah. That, the weird look that you're giving me. Yeah. I have to go now. <laughs> yep. So... Tom realized that he would never see his girlfriend again. She's off in Narnia, as we have already stated. Recap, quick recap. Uh, you're welcome. And uh, yeah, so Tom was like, yo, man, I got to get back out there. I can't be sitting around moping forever. I'm not like a mopey zoo lion or something. <laughs> but, uh, so what are the youngins doing? So he called his friend uh, Billy, and he was like, hey, Billy, we got to go out tonight. We're going to get wild because I just watched my girl go to Narnia, and uh, – we gotta go find some beaches. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Narnia, said girlfriend Jane. Jane, exactly. She finally found Aslan. Aslan. Something like that. The lion. Anywho, um, yeah. So she found Aslan the the lion, and he became closer to her, Uh-oh. as expected of two people in the same Narnia world. <laughs> And Oslin confided in her about the ice witch. And then, you know, they developed a strong relationship. As they got closer, Aslin looked into her eyes and said, Wow, Jane, you've got some beautiful greens on you. (laughs) Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Uh, He said, Wow, Jane, you've got some beautiful greens on you. May I kiss your face? And... She said, no, what the fuck? <laughs> You're a lion. I'm a woman. The Bible said that's not okay. And, the As- and then Aslan said, but here in Narnia, 
we can do whatever we want. <laughs> Bestiality is legal here. And Jane, but with her deep religious upbringing, refused. She said, no, I can't, I can't betray the Lord like that. So Aslan said, all right, well, let's, let's go on a quest. We're going to find the sandwich, not to be confused with the ice witch. We're going to find, not to be confused with a tasty, delicious lunch. <laughs> We're going to find the sandwich, and she's going to turn you into a lioness so we can finally be together. Meanwhile, back in Tom's situation, now we're flashed to West Chusett Beach. And now Tom is here with his boy. And he says, yo, what are we doing here? And he's like, you said you were trying to find the beaches. So I took you to the beach like you said you wanted me to. And so Tom says, that's the wrong beaches I'm looking for, man. And then all of a sudden they turn around. And who do they see? None other than the sandwich herself. Oh shit! Not to not to be confused with the tasty beverage, uh, the tasty lunches that you bring to the beach. And that's when Tom realized he looked at Billy and he, he was like, "Yo, shit, my dude, that's a sandwich. I think we're in Narnia now. How we get here?" And that's when Aslan and Jane. Oh no! And this is awkward as hell. And Jane makes eye contact with Tom, and she's like, what are you doing here? And he was like, what are you doing here, bitch? <laughs> and now it's kind of awkward, because Tom and Aslan, they don't get along. <laughs> Jane said, Tom, you knew I was going to Narnia. Why did you follow me here? And Tom said, Billy, you knew Jane was going to Narnia. Why did you take me here? <laughs> and then Billy turned to his GPS and said, Oh shit, this ain't Wachusett Beach. <laughs> and uh, so, Aslan says to Tom, boy, you best back off. This is my girl now. We're turning her into a lioness right now as we speak. Is that the time, Jimmy? All right, so we're going to have to wrap this up. We're turning her into a lioness as we speak. And the sandwich comes out and she says, bruh, I don't do that shit anymore. The end. <laughs> I did not get to contribute to that story at all because you guys were all raising your hands. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Jimmy. I mean, it's fine because that one went a little haywire as well. I don't know how they teleported to Narnia, but it's fine. <laughs> the GPS was a portal to Narnia, I guess. Um, are we feeling one more? So Jimmy can contribute? No, I mean, I don't care. I'm good. I, I was just enjoying that. We'll do one more. Okay. One more, and then we'll wrap it up. We'll wrap this Bad Larry up, because we are going on an hour 15. Do you have, like, a list of starting sentences? I don't have a list. It's oh. just randomly generated. Oh, okay. I was going to say I want to pick one. You want to pick one? Well, you can, not like a... you can hit this button oh, if you want to pick one. guys. I'm going to hit the button. He's going to hit the button now. I'll add a sound effect for when you hit the... No, just uh, just tap that screen. It's a touch screen. Yo, guys, this is a touch screen. This is wild. <laughs> I'll add a... Boop. All right. Oh, man. Oh, yo, I'm ready for this one. Can I read it <laughs> off? Yeah, read it off. So this story starts off with, as soon as she walked in, she felt the tension. That's what she said. That is exactly... Nailed it. 
So, um, yeah. Turn spinner. Turn spinner, please. Oh. Thank you, a, Savannah, a, for keeping us on track. Can we get a sound effect for I this, got you. too? Yeah, we'll, we'll add a sound effect for that, too. I believe that would be most close to Savannah. Let's just take him by surprise. <laughs> Jimmy's got to start the okay, story. Okay, Jimmy, you're going to start this story, right, man. I'm take gonna a read guess it off what again. the sentence might be. I'm going to read it off again. <laughs> yes, actually. So, Jimmy, as soon as she walked in, she felt the tension. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Do with that what you will. And you can literally pass it on after one sentence if you have to. <laughs> as soon as she walked in, she felt the tension. She locked eyes with all the guys at the bar. And she wasn't sure what to do from that point on. <laughs> she looked around. She said, I got to find me a nice, tasty man tonight. So she, <laughs> so she looks at her girl, Javon. That's a, that's, is that a female Javon name? Javon is a man's name. <laughs> I mean, it's a female name. All right, all right, ready? No, this is all right, 20, Javonna, Javonna. 2017. Javonna. Right. <laughs> 2017, whatever name you want, you can have so it. So she looks at her girl, Javonna, who's going to be her wing woman for the night. And she says... Let's get in there. Let's get wild. So they go up to a bar, and they order some drinks. And the first drink they order is a Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> and and Giovanna says, girl, why are you drinking soda? <laughs> <laughs> and who's the first girl? Um, we don't have a name for Linda. 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 Linda turns. That's my mom's name. <laughs> Can we not do okay, that? Let's not do Linda. Okay. <laughs> Susie goes, girl, why you ain't drinking soda? <laughs> and and one man slides over. His name is uh, Clarence. And he says, hey, I'm really digging that Mike's hard you got there. <laughs> do, you mind, do you mind if I take a sip? <laughs> And <laughs> that was so creepy. <laughs> and obviously, Susie was like, nah, dude, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and he was like, what if I said that I'll pay for your next one? And she was like, dude, leave me alone. <laughs> then Jafana smacked the shit out of this dude. And he fell to the ground. And they just kind of walked away. <laughs> On to the next one, boy. So... Susie and Jafana started to dance, and they were just chilling. They were doing their thing on the floor. Everyone was getting wild. And another dude, we're going to call this dude Steve, he walked up, and he was like, yo, girls, you like whales? And they were like, <laughs> they were like, yeah. He's like, cool, we should all back any place later. And they were like, yo, that was a terrible pickup line. Why would you do that? Oh, God. And so Giovanna, taking the move, she said, no, we will not be at your place later. Let's go, Susie. Let's get out of here. And then Susie went with Giovanna. They went outside trying to flag down a cab when Giovanna pulled the move. <laughs> she moved over towards Susie, and she put her arm around her, and she said, I'm going back in for Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> so she turned around and grabbed Susie's arm, and she pulls her back into the bar, and she walks up, and she can still feel the tension as she looks around at all these guys sitting at the bar. And she looks over at the end, and she sees Clarence and Steve sitting next to each other, talking about him. Uh-oh. <laughs> Drama.
So they go up to Clarence and Steve, and Susie's like, hey, listen, remember that Mike's hard that you wanted before? <laughs> Could you get me one? <laughs> so Clarence buys her another Mike's hard, chugs the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> he chugs the whole thing, and then he burps really loud because Mike's hards are full of fizz. <laughs> I don't know what happened over there. <laughs> and and uh Susie moved <laughs> Can I rewind? I, I just thought of something but he chugs the mics hard <laughs> and he decides he's gonna go in for the kiss. <laughs> and Susie, already realizing this is what she wants, decides to go in for it too. And that's when Clarence <laughs> blows a big one right in their face. <laughs> and Susie, Susie goes, oh, that one got in my mouth. <laughs> I kind of liked it. <laughs> Let's go back to my place. We can do some more of that. <laughs> and, and Clarence says, what do you think, I'm just some 10-cent whore who's just going to go home and burp in people's mouths for the whole night? Because that's not happening. you got to buy me dinner first. All right, we got to wrap this up. And Susie was like, okay, I'll buy you dinner first. So they all went to Outback Steakhouse, and Susie bought dinner for everyone, and it was a grand old time. End of story. Oh, man. I don't know why. I literally just I just couldn't stop laughing. Oh my god. I don't know I don't know how or why that just happened, but I just literally just went off. Oh my god. Oh crazy Honestly that one was the best. I was losing it. I couldn't. Alright, well uh that so hard to get a corny pickup line in that story. I tried so hard and I just could not keep it if if you were delivering that pickup line to me, I would have had to turn you away. Yo, not that it's a bad pickup line. Just poor delivery. You got to yes, hold it together. It hold it together. <laughs> <laughs> well, that brings us to a, a very hilarious, I guess, I would say hilarious, mm -hmm. conclusion to the TuneIn podcast. I'd like to thank all of my beautiful guests here. Thanks for having us, Trev. You don't have to thank me. The thanking is all for you. So, uh, thanks for listening. Peace.